charging your adult children for rent. Should parents be charging their adult children? When we say adult children, we consider a child an adult once they go out and get a job. So if they're 16 or 17 or 18, they got a part-time job, but they've got money, haven't they? So we treat them like an adult. It's an interesting thread online today about how much your children should actually be paying to live at home. One person posted this and said, just found this and how much rent you can charge your kids. Calculator. I think of a link to the calculator. This just my cuckoo uh, back in the nest uh, steps on should be paying 593 a month. What are your views? Now, I don't think anybody out there is going to charge the child 593 a month, but however, by Dublin standards, if there's three people living in a house, it probably would be about that much. Now, this, of course, is based on a U- in the UK, which means the calculator doesn't really apply to Ireland. But it started an interesting conversion or conversation in our office today about how much kids pay to their parents. And one person in the office said that uh, you should start charging your children uh, from the minute they get their first part-time job to get them kind of used to it. Others said that that was a little bit harsh and said that maybe you could take money off them and put it into a savings account and give it back to them again. Mind you, Helena jumped in immediately and said, why would you give it back to them again? Take it off them. I mean, one of the girls in the office who was in her early 20s said that she pays rent at home, uh, but that a lot of her friends don't pay a penny to live at home. So I want to talk about children paying rent or paying up a few quid towards a bill or whatever it happens to be once they get their first part-time job. I mean, isn't it a bit harsh to ask your child for money? Others, however, say children should be paying parents a portion of their wages from the first job they get at 16 to teach them the value of money. And that, you know, if they want nice things in life, they have to pay for them and work for them. And according to a 2016 census, 460,000 adult children still live with their parents. 2015 or 215,000 of them are working and in their 20s or 30s. And three or five of them are men, by the way. Women seem to leave the nest quicker than men. I'm not too sure why that is. It is a lot harder for people to get into the property ladder, as we know, and many are living at home a lot younger, a lot longer than they should. I mean, you don't see as many people moving out uh, when they go to college as they used to. Some children feel hard done by when their parents suggest they should have to pay to live at home. They believe they are trying to save themselves and that the parents should not be charging them to actually live in the house while they're studying or trying to get, you know, into the big bad world or saving for a rent or saving for a mortgage. Uh, others, however, pay rent at home and believe that it's helped them to become more responsible and, you know, value money somewhat. So are you an adult child living at home, paying rent? Maybe you disagree with having to pay your parents. Or maybe you're a parent who refuses to take money off your child and think that it's wrong to charge your own children rent to live at home and that you have some sort of responsibility to them. So should parents charge their children to live at home once they're working? Even if it's a part-time job at 17, should they be charging them? Should they say, okay, hold on, you get 100 quid a week. I want 30 quid out of that. Please, thank you. That'll go towards a bill. Let me know, is that, is, that, is that the way we should do things? Is that the way things should be done? Now, if you want to send us a text, by the way, you can. Just to let you know, by the way, we mentioned this last night. Um, we've been obviously using WhatsApp at the radio station. We would encourage you to use WhatsApp as well. And a lot of the reason for that was text software uh, for radio stations is quite difficult to use. But we've got new custom software made for the radio station. So we are testing it. So we want you to use it as much as possible. Once, of course, you have free text in your package. So you can text or WhatsApp, and I will read out your text at 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Text or WhatsApp, 087-188-0008. Save that number in your phone, by the way, and get involved in the conversation. James, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, James? Uh, good afternoon to you again, Niall. James, should we be charging our children? I mean, they are our children, and we kind of feel bad taking money off them. I mean, should we be charging them to live at home? Well, you know something, uh, Niall? It brings me back to my own youth, which is a long, long time ago, 
when I was about nine years of age. And mm. I'd be, my father had his own business, which was a workshop. And I'd have to spend the whole summer in there now, mm. from nine years of age on, doing a full day there, helping out, now, doing whatever I could, sweeping up, all that kind of thing, messages, uh, doing whatever I could do at that age. Yeah. I had to do it for the whole summer now, uh, Monday to Friday and, and Saturday morning. Uh-huh. And also then, during the year, after school. When school was finished at half past three, I had to go down there and be there with him until we went home at half past six. Right. And Saturday morning. And how much did you get? Oh, nothing at all now. <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. Not a brass farthing now. Okay, so you were working for your keep. Yes, yes. And, I was, and all my siblings before me and I did the same thing. Yeah, and well, most kids who work in, or who live in rural Ireland, who, particularly if their father has a farm, would end up working on the farm for their keep. That would be quite common. Oh, yes. Um, but I suppose idea, yeah. for, for the city slickers, it would be slightly different, wouldn't it? Oh, yes. And, uh, well, no, in fairness, now you, what you would get is uh, a few bob on Saturday to go to the, to the movies now. Or the hop. To, to see the movies on Saturday which was a big thing in those days. That was a big treat, now mm-hmm. To see a Western down in the local cinema. But, uh, and enough for sweets and that. But that's all you'll get now. That was the kind of pocket money, but nothing for the work now. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're getting your food and your bread and that's it. And you're keeping your bed and that's it. Do you have grandchildren, James? Sorry? Have you got grandchildren? Oh, yes, I have. And, and how old would they be now? Uh, the boy is 14 and the young one is 9. Oh, right, they okay, are so spoiled, it's unbelievable. <laughs> right. And, and do you think when <laughs> Not they... Not by me, I can assure you. But, uh, <laughs> when There's no harm in spoiling them a little bit. I have no say in the matter. When, when they reach about 16 or 17 years of age, do you, and, you know, they get their first part-time jobs, hopefully, uh, you know, for the summer or whatever it is, or weekends, do you think they should be handing up a few quid? Well, it depends how much they're getting, I suppose. Now, I have to be realistic now. I can't be... You know, t- talking about the old days, and that does, that won't work today, I'm afraid. Because uh, uh, my own granddaughter, for example, you know, she constantly reminds me, in for, even if I try to reprimand her, I can't be reprimanded, Granddad, because I'm a princess. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't reprimand, I tell you what to do, Granddad. You don't tell princesses what to do. <laughs> and do you, do you think young people nowadays are a little bit too soft? Oh, we were very, very spoiled now, very indulged. This is probably now, no doubt, question, the most indulged generation we've ever had now. Right, okay. Well, but I, I imagine every generation becomes more indulged. Yes, yes. This is because life, life has become easier somewhat. Oh, yes, I'm very, very privileged now. I hope yeah. to, I'm sure, I hope they realise they are very privileged now. Um, no, Helena doesn't realise that. <laughs> Helena, she's a millennial. <laughs> she thinks she's had a tough... You know, the, the, the new generation of the kind of 20 to 30-year-olds now think they had a tougher than you, James. Well, uh, well, no, in fairness to Helena, she's, she works hard now. She does? And uh, she, she, has, uh, she has to try and get the money for a house. And oh, I, no, I she, no I she's, I'm, not, I'm not having a go at her. She's a hard worker. Yeah, and she, but she, she, but she, she does defend her generation and say, you know, that they have it tougher. Well, I won't say uh, the, uh, this generation... Well, hold on a second. No, she wants to defend herself again here. Sorry, <laughs> I don't want to defend myself. I didn't even say that. I literally said that we need to, people need to cop on and start making their kids pay for more. No, no, I know we're talking about previous conversations, Selena. You did defend the millennials before. No, I know I did say it was no and not Alina, but I'm just saying she does defend the, that generation. But I'm not saying every generation you work hard. I know you do, Alina. Huh? Doesn't every generation defend their own generation? I would find it difficult to defend a generation if I believed they had it easier. Do you defend your generation? 
I do. Well, then everyone defends our own generation. Yeah, but James has made a very good point that uh, the new generation nowadays have it a lot easier and it's getting easier in every generation. I, maybe in some instances, may, not getting on the property ladder is not easier, though. No, don't worry. But no, no. I no. argue with that. Sorry, yeah, sorry, James. Well, you know, now, now, you know, I, I have a couple of schools around me where I, I, I live here and uh, they're all driven to school in the morning now. There's no walking to school anymore. No cycling to school anymore. No, no, and no. well, is that not alone that, but for the teachers, it's hard for them to get a parking place because the the, the kids senior, have cars. Senior pupils have their own cars now. I know. Sure, I remember in, in my school in secondary there was one guy had a Honda fifty. His name was Mick, and he had a Honda fifty, and we thought he was the bee's knees. <laughs> He was the only kid in school. Do you remember the Honda 50s, James? Well, I had one, now. Did you have one, right? <laughs> well, Mick had a Honda 50, and he would drive from Edenmore down to where I went to school in Kilbarrick and Delisal College in Kilbarrick. And people used to throw their school bags at him as he was driving by. But that's <laughs> but I remember one day he pulled in and he stopped and he asked a friend of mine, Tom, he said, would you like a backer on me Honda 50 to school? Because in those days there was no helmets or anything like that. No, of course not. Would you, like, would you like a backer? And Tom says, no, you're grand. I'm in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> well, even I remember back in the, when my day now, when my brother, uh, he was the only one that went to university now. And uh, there was no one in university at a car now. No. And the, 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 uh, there was one guy whose father was a consultant, which was... He'd get a loan of his father's car, occasionally. But yeah, people, look, everybody was the same, James. I, I get you. We all borrowed our father's car. Sorry, I've gone off the tangent now. Liz, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing? Stay there, James. Hi, now. Liz, I mean, you don't understand why people don't charge their children. Yeah, I I completely agreed with Helena when she was talking earlier at the start of the topic. I just don't get it. To me, it's just, why wouldn't you? Yeah, if well, your child is earning. Because like, you kind of feel bad, don't you? No. Why would you don't? Because from the, I guarantee, especially if you're renting, if you're renting, like, the, your rent will go up if you're, once your child starts earning. But yet you're still earning on what you're earning. So well, this, this, this is, yeah, if you're in a council house. Yeah. If you, so if you're in a council house and you're reassessed, your rent will go up, yeah. Exactly. Like, And I just don't understand why parents say, ah, but they need uh, for, their, for their this and their that. And it's really like, but... How are you still supply? How are you still earning enough to provide for an adult? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. People find it hard enough to provide for their kids. They're saying, and yet, like they're providing for their adult children. To me, that's because I don't get it at all. Do they feel? I mean, there was a text in there a few minutes ago, and somebody says, uh, "Now, the relation to children staying at home. Uh, I have two children, both who are working. One is eighteen, and one is twenty years of age. Uh, the pittance that they do get for their part-time job, they do need. Uh, they spend it at weekends and their nights out, which saves me from giving them the money anyway. So I would feel bad taking anything off them. But there you go. They need it for their social life." Yeah. Social life is a luxury. Well, I suppose no, the way I mean, she looks at it is, is that yeah, if, if, she, if they didn't work... Home, yeah, but she's looking at it at a point of view that if, if they didn't work, they'd be asking her for the money for the social life. Yeah, but on the though, if she was the type of parent who said, right, you're 18, you're in your own money, it's time to start finding your own place to live, they'd have rent, plus all their bills, like electricity, water, bins, they have to pay bills, and then where's their money for the luxury night out going to come? Okay, but stay, well, but stay there for a second. I want to go to Nigel as well. Nigel, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Nigel? How are you, Nigel? Uh, Nigel, you, your, your son, uh, he doesn't pay any money, no? He doesn't pay any physical money, but he stops... Well, when he's earning his money, um, we don't pay for his like this phone credit, new football boots, stuff like that. He buys it all himself. And how old is he? 
Seventy. Seventy, and he's in a well, part-time job, is it? He does. He runs. I was on here before, but he does his uh, grass cutting and stuff like that. He has oh, a yeah. little business doing that. That's great. Well done. Fair play to him. So, but but you, you and and how much would he make a week? Would you know? It all depends. During the summer, it's busier because a lot of people, more people want their grass. Of course, like yeah. That. Do you know what I mean? So it, it's more lucrative during the summer. And but, so, uh, what would he get? A hundred quid? Would he? I, I would more probably, yeah. yeah he's a good, he's a good, he, he does a good few gardens, stuff. he's off there now just doing the garden as well. So. Right, okay. And and you wouldn't just turn around to him just as a point of principle and say, okay, hand over your mum 20 quid? No, no, I don't. No, I don't because he gives enough of it up. He he, he does, um, he, he buys flowers for his man and stuff like that. He's just, he's fairly good at it. Does he cut the grass in your house, by the way? Everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, all all right, that's all right. He does all the gardens, all the neighbours, he does all our grass, all the, you know, planting flowers. He's out all week, painted the house all week, painted the house. I see a career there, by the way. He seems to have a yeah, huge he's interest he's into, in this, yeah. He's into that sort of horticulture. That's yeah, yeah. Crack, you know what I mean? So he's, um... Okay, well, well... Like, so like, 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 uh, I think the longest year tickets are coming up and he hasn't bought, he paid for himself. You know what I mean? So... Well, well, I mean, yeah, I, I can understand the point of that. Well, yeah. yeah, well, James, are you still there? Yes, sir. Yeah, well, there you go. There's a lad. He's out working. He's earning, you know, 100 to whatever, 150 quid a week during the summer, obviously, when things are good, cutting grass. He's 17 years right? So he pays for himself. But he's not giving his mum and dad anything, but you know, but he is paying for himself, which saves them having to pay for him because well, normally you have to pay for a seventeen-year-old. Well, that, that, that's that's a good idea now that he's paying more for his own things now that the parents would normally be paying for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, really, like, actually, now listening to him money, there is so. giving me an idea of going out, getting a uh, doing a bit of that myself. Uh, I think you're past that, James. I don't know, no. I, 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 I like the sound of that, Nile. 100 euros, oh, I could do with that, Nile. <laughs> well, well, Liz, you were the one giving out there. So there, Nigel's kid is not giving him any physical money, but he is paying for his own social life and his own football boots and his own tickets for gigs and stuff. And and that, and it's it's different kind of circumstances as well, because as I said, he's earning cutting grass. It's like the girl, the girl Tara that was saying about our daughter, like picking up babysitting jobs. Right. Do you know what I mean? I'm talking about like... That's lucrative. Yeah, but as you said, he's, he's basically taking care of himself for all them things. So, so it's lucrative, but it's not. Like, you know, it wouldn't be like getting going out and getting a, min- a minimum wage part-time job. He'd probably get less than a minimum wage part-time. He's better off because he does his own thing. He yeah, comes absolutely. He pays, he pays no tax. You yeah, I mean, he just skate, he's only. Ah, don't say that too loud. He's in fifth year, and you know he's he's going to have his leavings there next year. So he's, I mean, he has I think he's nearly three thousand quid in his credit union for his college. Right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So he's fairly sort of. So he's got. So he's going to pay his own college fees as well. He's going to put something. To it. He wants to have a car by the time he goes to college. So I said we said to him like about a year and a half ago. If you want to have your own car, go because that's what you find. We'll do it. We'll be you know, maybe so a insurance or whatever. But I'm Nigel. Do you think we're Molly Coddling children? Are we Molly Coddling? I mean, fair, fair play to your young fella. I mean, he has a whole plan there. He's 17 years of age, and he's got his little job, and he's you know he's planning on paying for his own fees as much as he can. Anyway, planning on getting a car. You know, I'm, so he's paying for it all himself. Yeah, but he's, no, we're raising snowflakes. That's it's snowflake generation. That's what's happening right in front of us, and it's all this crack. I work in a school. I'm an SNA in a secondary school. Okay. And we're going through the exams and the whole lot at the moment. But like the point is, it's okay as long as everybody feels okay. Yeah, you know, as long as it doesn't hurt okay. anybody's feelings in the process. It's all well-being. There's no such thing as failing an exam anymore. You either get you either get something or you get this or that. You, like, yeah, yeah. Everyone, school, everyone's a winner. It. When I was going to school, you passed or intercept or you fail it. We, we talked about that yesterday. Yeah, they, everyone's a winner. Yeah, I, yeah. And I don't want to go backwards, but that's the generation we're in. We're in. We can't speak to a child. 
You're not allowed to upset them and you're not allowed to ask you for money anymore. Like, you might upset even, them. Even, even the kids out on the street and one push is the other, you have to go out and say, would you mind not doing that to my child, please? You're being very, you know, you can't, there's nothing to get Get up there on your own end. Yeah, during the old days, when you kick a ball into somebody's garden, and the you woman in the house would come out with a knife in her hand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We used to happen. You used to make two pops hats out of hat. There was a ball. There was a ball in the garden. Was two, that was two pops hats you had back. You know I mean? There was a woman on our road. I won't mention her name just in case the woman is still alive. I, I doubt it, mind you. Mrs. Clark, I tell you the name. Mrs. Clark, knows her. <laughs> she used to come out and she'd take the ball and she'd hold it in her arm and she'd get her knife and go. Yeah. There you go. Go and play football again. Mrs. Clark, he was slice it on the middle and give you back in two halves. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. End of story. Well, what, what, that's what we got for kicking the ball against our railings. You know what I mean? Clarks, that was our motto. Keep it out, Clarks. Goes into Clarks, you're not getting it back. <laughs> All right, listen, stay there, lads. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping, and you can text us, by the way, at 087 Hi, Niall. I don't think it's wrong to charge your kids. It teaches the kids responsibility. The person says, Niall, James, Niall, a lovely guy, Niall. Uh, but he says, Niall, after every word, he's priceless, says Kevin Limerick. He kind of does, doesn't he? That's just the way he talks. Um, ask, ask versus James, which Ireland would he prefer? McQuaid's uh, 2019. That comes in from Steve-O. Um, well, I, well, I don't know which Ireland I'd prefer, to be honest with you. Because parts of the old Ireland, I would prefer. Nothing to do with McQuaid, by the way. That man was an evil man. Uh, but nothing to do with him. But I think I would prefer a lot of the old Ireland of, say, 1970, compared to the, uh, the Ireland of today. I think I'd prefer the people of 1970 to the people of today. The people of today are too soft, too sensitive. You hurt their feelings. We can't have a discussion anymore. We're not allowed to talk anymore because we hurt people's feelings. You know, another person says, I was allowed to keep my first pay packet of 60 euro when I was 16 years of age. I was an apprentice then. I contributed every week uh, till I moved out at 20 years of age. Uh, Times seem to have changed and we are wrapping our little children up in cotton wool. We're afraid to ask them for anything. Yes, their little lives have become more expensive. That may sound patronising. But their little lives have become more expensive because nowadays they have mobile phones. uh, They've gone to discos. They tend to go out a bit more than we did. They socialise a bit more than we did. Because they have, seem to have a bigger circle of friends. So it does cost them, I suppose, a little bit more. There's also, you know, nowadays you have so many McDonald's and KFCs and places for them to go to eat. And they like to do all these things. Young people nowadays seem to have expanded their minds a little bit more than we did when it comes to, I suppose, the social aspect of life. I want to know what you think. Should your children have to pay you something? Uh, let me go to Sean. Sean, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sean? Hey, how's it going, Al? Good, Sean. I mean, Sean, I mean, it's been a while since you were a kid, but I mean, when you were back in uh, the US of A, when you were a young man, and you yep. got your first, what was your first part-time job, by the way? First uh, first job was actually, it was, well, it was part-time for the first few weeks, and then after that, it was the summer, and it was I was working 40 hours a week. It was at a department store, uh, sort of like a, like the equivalent of a Tesco's or something. Where like a Walmart or whatever, yeah. Something yeah. like that, yeah. I was, that was when I was at 16. And uh, earning three thirty-five an hour minimum wage, <laughs> good times, yeah. Okay, what year was that, by the way? Nineteen eighty-six. Okay. Yeah. And uh, my parents uh, not only did uh, even before that, of course, what spurred me to get the job in the first place was unlike a lot of, or probably most of my schoolmates, I didn't get an allowance or anything of any kind. The only time I had any spending money at all was twice a year, Christmas and my birthday. I got about ten bucks each. And what were your were your parents badly off? And then after that, um, so when I started the the job there, my parents, they didn't even let me spend the money that I earned, actually. They made me put it in the bank, and I could spend $10 a week out of that. 
So. And why why was why did you get no pocket money say from your parents or allowances from your parents? Were they badly off or were they just? Oh, to, to, to the contrary, no. Actually, I grew up a fairly privileged background. Actually, I went to private school and uh, lived in a huge house in a rich suburb. And no, so, what was your dad just mean? No, they they just well maybe a bit of that, but we don't we won't go into that right now. But it was just a basically he didn't want to like you're, you're saying here he didn't want to raise spoiled weak children and. Okay. I mean, and that that money came in useful because when I a uh, few years later I got into a bit of trouble at university. I was expelled at twenty, and then I was sleeping on friends' couches for a while, and that was my first introduction to the real world. And I, at that point, I was really glad actually that I had that money set aside in my bank account that I couldn't touch because I used that to buy my first car, and then after that, I was working. Um, mm-hmm. I had I had three stretches after that. Uh, actually, no, four stretches where for a few months at a time I'd be spending time living with my parents, uh, but it was never on a indefinite, ongoing basis. It was only for a few months at a time, and during that time, of course, I paid for my own food, and I wouldn't think of no gas money. I wouldn't think of this, and I didn't. They didn't charge me rent, but. There was the, you know, there was the assumption in the background that if you know, don't get too comfortable. If you do, we actually are, and because you're not staying, yeah. <laughs> right. It, it was a short-term thing. It was to yeah. b- between uh, between university degrees and other things like that. So, do you, I, mean, do you, I mean, when you look nowadays, particularly here in Ireland, I, I don't know what the United States and what the culture and, and and the kind of, I suppose, the attitude to it is now. But do you think we're too soft on our kids when it comes to this kind of thing? Are we almost afraid to ask them for money? Well, I, I I don't have kids of my own, so I, I don't I don't have direct experience. But from what I hear in the media, including you know from your show and your other callers, it does sound a bit like that. Yeah, I, I you really you're not doing your kids any favors by you know making things overly easy on them as a kid. I, I'm very self sufficient uh, as an adult, and so was my brother, and I think that had a lot to do with how we were raised and. Uh, I I really, you know, I, again, I don't have kids, but if I did, I certainly wouldn't want raise them the way most people nowadays seem to with, you know, everything, not just the, not just providing everything for them, but the way they bend over backwards and like they bargain with them like, so what do you want to eat for dinner, buddy? Uh-huh. Okay. You want to do your homework now? Maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, this to me, that that's, it's bizarre and alien, but I, I know, yeah, we are, te- we do be, we are soft on our kids. And some of the texts coming in, by the way, somebody says, yeah, kids can't move out because of the business uh, of this housing market that has been flooded with wage slaves from Eastern Europe, Brazil, Asia, and Africa. So, yes, they should pay something because they're not moving out anytime soon. That's a load of nonsense. There are plenty of part-time jobs around for children. I want to say children for 17, 18, and 19-year-olds if they want it. I personally disagree with anybody under the age of 25 who doesn't have a dependent, I'm not talking about people with dependents, um, on the dole. There there is no reason for you to be on the dole. There are loads of part-time jobs around. Yes, they're not high-paying jobs, as you rightly pointed out, because uh, you know they're, you know, they're uh, low-paying jobs. Uh, but in saying that, there's plenty of them out there, so that's not an excuse. Blaming uh, foreigners on your young people or your 19-year-olds not be able to get a part-time job is ridiculous. Um, it's a lot tougher nowadays, Niall, than it was back in the 1970s and 80s. If you come from a working-class background nowadays, there is no hope of the wage increase that came from the 70s uh, to the noughties. Mortgages were only uh, car loans compared to nowadays. Well, they were, but, you know, comparisons, when you take, say, in nineteen mid-1980s to 1990s, a house probably cost somewhere between thirty and 50000 in Dublin, that was a lot of money, considering you were only earning probably 70 quid a week. 
So you have to put things into perspective. Uh, okay, let me go to Eddie. Eddie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Eddie? How's things, Niall? Good, Eddie. Well, right, what you say? Well, I hear this guy's opinions. I have a different approach uh, to this whole whole taking money from the kids. I teach my boys to have a value for the money, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, they got their pocket money if they do the homework, you know, that kind of stuff. And if everything is fine in the school, no notices or, you know, from the teacher, anything, they go to, for example, uh, cinema, things yeah. like that. I do the saving for them since they were born. So I preparing them basically once they reach the adulthood, they will have some base money and putting them, you know, to the point of being self self efficient. So don't depend on me or mother or you know, that mm, kind of yeah. stuff. But whatever could happen, you never know what will happen. So if they would be forced to live at home, I wouldn't uh, really you know, take them all, give me rent or whatever. You know, like I, I instead I would push them. Look, get a job, buy a house or rent a house or you know, and and, be, and get out. Uh, well, kind of, yeah, kind of. You know, yeah, be independent. Uh, be, yeah, be, be, yeah, exactly. Be on your own. Be on your own. Because I, I am a little bit old fashioned, so I have a rule like my house, my rule. Right? No, well, I don't think there's anything old-fashioned yeah, about that. It is your house, it is your rules. And if, you know, he wouldn't agree with a couple of things, you know, then, you know, he has an option. But as I said, I'm trying to prepare them uh, for a life for adulthood because now they are too young, so I still have a plenty of time. What age are they now, Eddie? Uh, ten and eight. Ah, well, she prescribers. <laughs> okay. So, They're not going to be doing so, anything yet. Not for at least another five or six years anyway. Yeah, but uh, see, the point is, I teach. But so when they when they get when when they get their first job, let's say it's seventeen, they get their first part time job working Saturday and Sunday in a shop, and 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 they get one hundred and thirty quid a week. That's his. That's his money. He earned them. That's his money. I I wouldn't ask anything from him. You know, however, uh, whatever he wants, let's say he gets eighteen and he says, "Okay, daddy, I want a car." Okay, obviously, I will support him, but I will say, "Okay, buddy." You can have a car, but you have to repay it something because it's it's basically yours. It's not mine anymore. But, you're, but you're, you've just told me a minute ago, if he's 17 and gets a job at 120 quid a week, That's your you're, not, you're not going to take any money off him? No, no, no. But, but, see, but then are you just, I, I understand what you're saying about teaching them to be independent, but how is that teaching them the value of money? Um, that they can live for free in your house on a hundred, and earn money and not have to give you anything? No, no, no. It's, it doesn't mean automatically he will leave the house. As I said, like, I do saving for them. So I will uh, pu- push them by 18, 20. Once you finish the school, get your search, everything, get a job, have a job, start looking for a house. And let's say up to 21, 22, maybe 23, maybe you have to get your house and you have to be sorted. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. So or that, 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 that's my, Yeah, sorry, Sean. I was going to say, or out they go, finally, at some point, right? Yeah, you've got it. I mean, this idea of people hanging around their parents' house till they're 30 years of age is ridiculous. No, no, no. That's, that's absolutely wrong. That's, uh, I would say it's a laziness. You know? but, well, the uh, excuse they use nowadays is, oh, it's so hard to get a property nowadays. But it was always hard to get a house. It was always right. hard to get a property. You see, uh, Niall, i tell you one thing. I give up uh, looking for a house, right? 
I give up completely. Tell you why. I work, my wife works, and when you go to a bank to get a mortgage, they will tell you, no, you, have, you don't have enough money. Obviously, of course I don't have enough money. I'm renting. <laughs> yeah, I'm renting. And uh, I, I, I went, uh, I, I get advice, uh, what should I do? I, I've never understood why banks will accept, for example, if you're saving, say, you know, or 1,500 quid for the last five years, the banks will see that as a good thing. It's a positive thing, right? He can save. But if you're renting for the last five years, they don't see that as a positive thing. They won't take that into consideration. I, I told the bankman, look my history in the past 15 years. I was paying, well, gradually goes up from 800 to 900 to 1200 and currently I'm paying 1600 right? And I told him, look my history, look my bank account. Never, ever missed a bloody payment. So why don't you consider this? Yeah, and they still won't give you a loan. Now, I know I, I, know I get what you're saying. It's a whole other topic, Eddie, and you're 100% right. Oh, I see somebody WhatsApp and giving out about Helena. Ah, there you go, Helena. I hope, Helena, I hope you read that WhatsApp message. Respect your elders, the person is saying there. <laughs> Let me go to Valerie. Valerie, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Valerie? Oh, sorry, Valerie. I didn't switch you on there. There you go. Hold on. I switch you on. There you go. Sorry, Valerie. And I'm, hi, how are you? I said, it's funny when that discussion started because my 23-year-old son was here and I don't take anything from him and he ran out the door for his part-time job. Right, okay. like a flash. <laughs> I'd say he was. There was no eye contact made at all, was there? No, no. Now, in fairness, he did offer me there, I suppose, six months ago that he should be handing up 50 euros a week, but me as a mother felt guilty. So, I, I know. Okay. Well, you do. I'm a parent of, you know, girl, uh, I have a girl who's nearly 18, I have a boy 19, yeah. and another chap, he's 23 now, he's moved out now, right? But yeah. I have the two at home, you know, and uh, nearly 18 and 19 years of age, both working, maybe one day, two and days, some weeks. And mm. you kind of feel bad, don't you? See, mine are 20 and 23. Now, the 23 year old is just after finishing his degree. Right. And the 20 year old is halfway through it. Now, the problem today is sometimes when they're in colleges, the youngest one is after getting placement or in Limerick up in Mayo. So he had to get a car. So insurance was 3000 So he is getting paid something while he's working. But every penny he makes goes on running the car, paying his tax, paying his insurance. So I couldn't take anything. I, I, do you know what I mean? You feel bad. What he's le- I, what and what about the other fellow that ran out the door a few minutes now, ago? The other fellow, he's no hold to money. <laughs> so he's earning money. And is he paying any bills? Hundred while he's going to college for the last four years. How much? Well, a couple of hundred. And, and is he giving you anything at all? Now he's really kind of worked longer hours in the last year. So but he went away on a J one visa to America, and they fund themselves a hundred percent clothes, mm. shoes, and um, buses for going to college, lunches. Yes, yeah. Now he pays Netflix. I don't think that's too much in no. the house. Yeah. I'm back at home at 30 and can't afford to live out and try to save. I was granted a mortgage of 110000 I can't afford to even buy in the worst area. Well, you could if you lived outside the city. You'd get a nice house, actually, outside the city for... Well, not a nice house, a small apartment or a nice two-bedroom house for 110000 outside the city. You obviously want to live in the city, don't you? So, yeah, you've got to cut your cloth, you know what I mean? Get over yourself. Now, let me go back to Valerie. And, Sean, you wanted to ask her a question there. Sorry, well, not that. so much ask a question. and just, just make a statement that the that, that 3000 that her son is paying for car insurance is just yeah, that's outrageous. What it is. With, that's with a full just... license, and he's a full license. Never had yeah. anything against him. Mm. You know, and um, it's a small little engine, one litre car, Volkswagen Polo. That's the going rate, Sean. And you can't get anything um, older than 10 years old. It had to be 8 years old. Right, I mean, he needed not... assistance because he had... 
the journey for him to get where he's put in placement with the university was seven hours in a bus. And apparently oh, the last leg of it fails. Yeah, I'm, so he I'm had in, to get to work. So I had no choice. Yeah, sorry, now, no, Sean, yeah. Now you should really do a show just on insurance rates one of these Oh, days. I think yeah. we have. We have. Yeah. And it is the going rate for a young person of, say, 19, 20 years of age, a small car, first insurance, second insurance, you're looking at three grand. Linked and to I so many other to... problems. It's also linked to the fact that you talk about the housing crisis and people can't afford it. It's because yeah. everybody wants to live in the city because that's where the transportation is. And it's also yeah. linked to rural unemployment. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, 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 I agree. I'm with you. Oh. And by the way, these insurance companies who claim they're making no money are returning massive profits every single year. But Valerie, a couple of people giving out to you here. Uh, fair oh, play God. to Valerie. She sounds like a lovely woman. Uh, but that 23-year-old that ran out the door <laughs> knows he's guilty of extortion. He does, you <laughs> He is, but in saying that, right, I mean, now, I grew up Don't in be defending him, Valerie. No, 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 I'm not. I'll tell you now, right, I grew up in a family with seven um, children, right? Yeah. My parents were ordinary working class people. They never asked us for money, but I automatically gave it the second I got a job. I actually gave my mother yeah. half my income. See, you see what I mean? You just gave it. So you should be expecting the same values from your son, although our children have changed nowadays. But stay there for a second, please, if you can, because Bridget, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Bridget? You have a slightly different issue, Bridget, in relation to school anyway. Yeah. Um, I, my daughter just uh, about to finish her junior start. Okay. And we have, I must say, it must be a thousand euros worth of books inside in her bedroom. Books, yeah. Secondhand books, so, yeah. Yeah. And most of them are immaculate. Right. And I, so I rang around a couple of parents who I knew whose kids were starting first year to do one book three. And they called out the booklets that one of the books were on the booklet. Right, because they've updated them all. Update, update them, but they seem to be updating them every two, every two years, which which is very which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, makes, I, I can understand history being updated every five or ten years, maybe, yeah. but uh, but there's no reason to update English. Or maths, oh, religion. or why religion? religion. <laughs> Nothing has changed in two thousand years. Even but what they're doing, which I find most schools are doing, is they have specific books you buy for first year. Yeah, and then you buy books for second year. New books again for second. Year. They're not books that you can reuse for the full three years. Mm. And, and then you get all the workbooks with them as well. Then all yeah. the work, all the work. So that's making it even more impossible for parents buying secondhand because the workbooks are called work. And do they? Work. And do they know they don't have a, a book exchange or a, a book rental scheme in the in the school? No. In my daughter's school, they do, but because she changed school, if she changed school in she changed school. She went down to school. Right. Okay. I had the majority of the books anyway. So I, I've been very lucky. My three kids went to the same school, and they have a book rental scheme. Which is great. You pay a certain amount of money at the start of the year, and they yeah. give you the books. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. But it's not these for fraud schools now when they're changing changing the books at this such a rapid rate. My mother had there was would have been three of us a, a, a year and a half past of me, as most of two years between each of them school. Not mm. one book was ever passed down between us. I'm looking at it, by the way, somebody texted in and they made me seem knowledgeable on the situation, but they said school, book, school books update for junior cert is because of the new junior cert cycle reform. In other words, because they have now updated the junior cert in the last couple of years, you know, with this uh, continuous assessment, that the books have actually changed to reflect that. Yeah, but even my sister now, she was three years ahead of my, my daughter in school. And not one of her books would do my would do my daughter. So do you do you think that we should that you you're thinking they should be all on iPads? I, at this stage, because now, you can update seeing, automatically. Yeah. Yeah, seeing the waste, 
that's inside in that room. Like I, mm. ring, I, I kind of agree with you, but Bridget, I, I've seen some of the experiences of schools that are using iPads, and the problem is kids arriving with them not charged. They break, yeah. the, the software goes dodgy and they freeze and they end up resorting back to books. And the scientific evidence shows that children fare off better using books rather than tablets. And I do agree that my daughter loves her books. Yeah, she hates because they can revise quicker. They yeah. can look back to a book. They can memorise it quicker. Seeing stuff on a screen and having to find it on the screen is not quite the same thing. Yeah. And screen time, is, excessive screen time is not good for kids. No. But at the same time, the cost for parents, there has to be something that should be put into place. Absolutely, I agree but with you. It's uh, the, the books. Well, I mean, well, in, some, in most countries, by the way, they're like the US. You don't pay for books. The, the state pays them, as far as like, I know. Mm. In first year, my daughter starts school in, in the UK, year, they do anyway. Yeah, one book was, was able to pass on to, which I thought could be passed on from my sister. It was a religion book. So on her first year school Friday, a real kind of rude note came off from her teacher saying it was the wrong book. It was upgrade. She needs to get the upgrade book. So we went in the weekend and got it. And I'm, I'm still, I, I'm still curious as to what could be upgraded in religion. Yeah. Do you know the own there's only an extra page put in a page of a mountain? And why couldn't they just give an amended page to every student? No, they weren't going to go. And there was other students in the ah, class that were doing the same, a, same thing. And it's I, a bit of a scam, if you ask me. I really do think it's gone beyond joke. Yeah. you are just adding a page or two to a book. I yeah. think that's wrong. Yeah, they should be able to just give you the, a photocopy of the amended pages or the new pages to add to the end of the book or something. Look, it's a good point, Bridget. Thanks for raising the issue. And I'm sure many parents have had the same problem.